Hello there. Uh, I'm Pastor Eric Tritton. You are you, and this is A Weekly Word, and I'm glad you're with me today. Um, last week, I started talking with you a little bit about uh, the idea of worship being both private and public, and I'm working out of this quote from a American Lutheran pastor by the name of Luther Reed, uh, who said this, private devotion is the duty and the privilege of the individual. Uh, it may well be artless, that is, spontaneous and free. Uh, public worship, on the other hand, is the privilege and responsibility of the church. It must be ordered and administrated. So we have these kind of two parts of this life of faith or its outward expression. Uh, on the one hand, we talked about devotion last week. We talked about particularly devotion to the Word uh, and using those devotions that are going to be coming out from Luther and our ministries across the Lenten season to help us to grow in our faith and to fix our eyes on Jesus throughout that 40-day that season. And again, these things can be small, they can be informal, all kinds of different variations on devotion. Uh, and then public worship, the other side of that, that's what I'd like to spend a little time talking about today. And just to remind you, you know, nobody is called to be a Christian all by themselves. We're called into a community. We're called into the body of Christ. So Christians gather, and we usually call those gatherings congregations. And whenever you have a gathering of people, well, then you have to have some formality. You have to have some order that you're going to follow. We usually call that a liturgy. And so um, there, there's some kind of a, a structure to that time that we have together. Or as Reed says, it has to be ordered and administered. Um, and so we have these times that we set up to gather and, and then we know what we're going to do within those times. During the season of Lent, uh, in the Lutheran Church, uh, we continue to have our normal Sunday services uh, where we'll have the divine service and we will do things like we normally do with the exception of not using the word Alleluia. Um, that, that, that's one of those things we kind of fast from that word. Uh, and then when we get to uh, Easter, we just kind of blow out the doors and uh, use it as often and just as frequently and, and liberally as we possibly can. Um, but other than that, our, our services are, are pretty similar to what we would do at any other time of the year. We're going to have confession absolution. We'll confess our faith using the, the creeds. Um, we're going to receive the Lord's Supper. Um, we're going to hear God's word. There'll be sermons. All, you know, all, all that stuff that's, that's really normal in, in our worship services, singing hymns and, and things like that. However, uh, our tradition is then that we would have a, a midweek service too uh, for that, that season. And the, the day that we do that is Wednesday, usually. Uh, and so here at Gloria Day and all kinds of Lutheran churches across the United States, there will be a Wednesday midweek service. And this is an extra opportunity to hear God's word and to, to sing to him and to to be steeped in the scriptures and, and have God's word influencing and impacting your life. Now, I want to remind you that the season of Lent is a time of special devotion. 
And while last week I talked about devotion, you know, this idea that we uh, have these things that are private, there, there's also devotion that draws us together. And I think that if we're devoted to public worship, that Lent gives us an opportunity to gather together with brothers and sisters in Christ to hear God's word, to be strengthened, to be reminded of God's grace, to receive the means of grace, particularly that that means of, of God's word. And so I find this to be a time that is extremely important as I prepare for Holy Week. It's a time to think about my life of faith. It's a time to uh, confess my sins. Uh, but it's also a time to consider what does God's word say? And there is benefit for us as Christians to hearing God's word. When we come together, we read portions of scripture, we listen to what it said, we hear it explained in a sermon. I think that there's actual benefit for us that the Holy Spirit works through uh, his word and works through even preaching in order to convey grace to us and then also to grow and mature us in the faith. But that doesn't happen only in the, the sermon and in the, the scripture reading. It also happens in the singing because the hymns that we sing are deeply rooted in, in scripture. And so it's like we're singing sermons to each other, singing sermons even to ourselves. And then, of course, there's speaking of God's word as we speak the liturgy or we chant the liturgy. Uh, it's, it's all putting God's word into our, our minds and into our ears and into our mouths so that it, it, it forms like this loop that uh, is just bringing God's word into our lives in a way that hopefully impacts us to really dig deeply into the gifts that God gives and then thinking about what does that mean and how I live my life as a child of God. Now, I also recognize and very much appreciate that there is another uh, benefit that often goes along with those Lenten services, and that is fellowship. Uh, here at Gloria Day, and lots of churches do this too, um, we have a soup supper before our Wednesday evening services. And this is a time that people gather together around soup and it's good soup we have some really good cooks here in our church and uh, um, we usually soup bread some vegetables it always dessert um, and, uh, uh, and and we just enjoy this time together with our brothers and sisters in christ and it is one of the things that i really enjoy about lent is when i come into the room and i see the people sitting at their tables before worship and they're just enjoying each other having this time as brothers and sisters in christ and i find that to be a hugely beneficial thing i see people of different generations sitting at the same table i see people who have never met each other talking to each other it really is a good and wonderful thing so you know as we think about what are the benefits of these midweek services I think that we can think about growing in, in our knowledge of God's word and growing in faith because God works through his word to both create and to sustain faith. And I think 
I think that there's an opportunity for us as we gather in our worship service to grow in love and in a couple of different ways. On the one hand, I I think that we could say that we grow in our our love for God as we grow in love for his word. He he connects himself to his word. He delivers himself to us through his word. Uh, And so as we hear his word, as we um, rejoice in it, as we gladly hear and learn it, as we say in the small catechism, there is something in us that is, is... born up to uh, to love God more, more profoundly, more deeply. Um, but there, I think there's also the opportunity to love our neighbors, to eat with them, to sit with them in church, to sing with them. You know, you're just being in God's presence together. Um, I, I think that there's something beneficial for us in that as we engage as brothers and sisters in Christ. It's, it's as if as we stand there, we're saying we have the same hope. And that hope is in Jesus who died and rose for us. So here at Gloria Day for the Lenten season, uh, the messages for those midweek services are going to focus on the life of Moses. Uh, remember, Jesus says that the Old Testament speaks of him, what we call the Old Testament. Uh, he just called it the scriptures. Um, but we're going to look at Moses. We're going to look at this, this servant of God, this man that, that God chose to work through him in order to save Israel from slavery, making them his own people, and, and providing for them in the wilderness. And uh, we're going to look at how God worked in Moses' life and see some connections to our own lives and see how Jesus fulfills that, that ministry for us. And uh, while we're talking, just a little bit about the, the schedule. Uh, Lent begins on February 22nd, and uh, we call that day Ash Wednesday. Uh, it, it is a Wednesday. And uh, uh, here we will have imposition of ashes and uh, Holy Communion. There will be two worship services. The regular normal service will be at 7 p.m. There will be an abbreviated service at noon for people who have difficulty getting back in the evening or maybe who need to come out on a lunch break or something like that. Uh, so we will have that noon service for, for folks who need that, but then we'll also have the, uh, the, the normal service at 7 p.m. And then the rest of the Wednesdays of Lent, uh, we will have a noon service and a 7 p.m. service, and those are all relatively short services. On Maundy Thursday, um, our normal service will be at 7 p.m. Um, I often make myself available uh, to commune people on Thursdays. Um, Usually I'm going around visiting our, our shut-ins, uh, but I'm also uh, prone to uh, having a service here from time to time. And I will do that on Ash Wednesday, where I will be available at noon for people uh, who cannot come back in the evening to come in, to hear a word, to receive the Lord's Supper. It'll be a very brief and succinct service. And then on Good Friday, again, the service itself will be at 7 p.m. And then throughout the day, the sanctuary is going to be open if anybody wants to come in and uh, just sit in the sanctuary and, and ponder uh, Christ's suffering. Uh, that can be a good thing for us. And um, I'm looking at trying to have some special music playing in there, uh, just recorded music, and uh, probably a period of time where uh, Bach's 
St. Matthew's Passion is, is playing in the sanctuary and people can just sit and listen uh, if they're so inclined. So I hope that during this, uh, during this Lenten season, this time where we're working our way toward remembering Jesus' betrayal, his death, and ultimately his resurrection, I hope you'll take advantage of some of these things that uh, we give you to, to prepare. So personal devotions, gathering for public worship. And next week, I'm, I'm going to speak more specifically about Ash Wednesday itself. Come and be part of that. See what God will do in your life. Thank you for being with me. Uh, I hope this has been a benefit to you. And uh, you know, if it has been, like it, share it. And uh, um, God's blessings. <laughs>